The Electric Rodeo is an adult toy megastore podcast about sex, toys, pleasure and relationships. It contains adult themes, adult language and probably too much information about our sex lives. Sorry, Sorry Mum. <laughs> Kia ora everyone, welcome to the Electric Rodeo, I'm your host Emma Hewitt. And I could be either your greatest fantasy or your worst nightmare, Tash Bull. For me, both. I am, <laughs> as a co-worker and a friend. <laughs> You're covering all the bases, Bam. I love and hate you. And that's all I ask for, as people <laughs> with Scorpio placements, <laughs> true love is love and hate. Yeah, true. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> We're just going to dive in because we have a really fun one for you today. Yeah, my very on-theme intro may have told you. We're talking about sexual fantasies today. (gasps) Yes. Yes, before we jump in, use code RODEO10 at Adult Toy Megastore to get 10% off your order. Why not? Because you're going to be so turned on by the end of this episode. You're going to be like, what can I do? And the answer is bang one out or, you know, maz one out and then hit the website with your 10% off code. Living the dream. Yeah, thank us later. So the fantasies that we are going to talk about today are based on the work of Dr. Justin Miller. So he is a sex researcher at the Kinsey Institute uh, in Indiana in the US. And he basically did the biggest survey of sexual fantasies ever. So cool. I know. Right? Love this guy. <laughs> Emma's so, so excited I, talking about like data and sex. Honestly, guys, this is very much my zone. Yeah. Okay. So it was 4,000 respondents, which is crazy, crazy, crazy. And I think it was based on like 350 questions. So it's this huge... That is so thorough. It's insane, right? It's this huge, huge survey. So it was done online. So he primarily found his participants on like social ads. So Facebook, Twitter and Reddit. So for that reason, we can't... Yeah, (laughs) we can't really look at it as like necessarily representative of the general population because obviously that is kind of a subset of people that would use those apps. Have access to the internet. Exactly. And then you also need to think about the fact that people that kind of have strong opinions on sexual fantasies are the people that are more likely to sit there and take... 350 questions yeah. about sexual fantasies. <laughs> Someone who's like super vanilla and doesn't have sexual fantasies is going to come out of that and be like, boy, was that weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, it's kind of safe to assume that it's a kind of a particular kind of person. But in saying that, he did note that the ages ranged from 18 years old to 87. So pretty good diversity. Yeah. yeah very good diversity. Exactly. Yeah. It included all genders, including, you know, non-binary, um, sexual orientations, pretty much everyone was covered and people across the political spectrum and he noted that there were many religious people involved as well because he really wanted to find out who was involved so a lot of kind of the opening of the survey I think would have been about like who that person is and what their kind of general role in society is as well very cool so pretty fucking cool yeah and some very very fun information has come out of this if you're a little nerd like me you can read about it in the book um 
tell me what you want, Dr. Justin Miller. I have mentioned this multiple times in you multiple have, episodes. Yeah. I'm um, so excited to read it now, though. It's really good. Mm. It's really, really good. Is cool. the survey that they did available anywhere? I don't think so. It was a little <gasps> while ago. It. I know. It was definitely a couple of years ago that the survey was completed. But how fun would that be? He actually has a website called Sex and Psychology, and he posts up all sorts of different pieces of sex research from cool. different universities, primarily around the US, but I think there's some global ones as well. So if you want to be a part of that kind of thing, mm. head to Sex and Psychology and look for being a participant in research because we need more sex research. Like it's a difficult thing, I think, to get people to come and either answer questions or talk about stuff, you know. So if you are keen... Get involved if you can. Absolutely. And because then Tash and I can sit here and we can talk about you yeah. as survey respondents. Talk about all the depraved things yeah. you're into. Nah, 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 nah. But what the goal of this research was, was yeah. to basically figure out what the most common sexual fantasies in yes. the world are. And today... We have seven of those with us. Ah. And we're very excited. And we're going to, to talk discuss. about them, talk about what other people think about them, some extra little subsets yes. of data, yes. talk about if we're into them. All of them, obviously. Because obviously our uh, perspective and opinions are the most important thing. <laughs> That's why we're doing it. <laughs> but the first really interesting um, piece of information, at least I think, is that 97% of people said that they have sexual fantasies. 3% said that they didn't. Yeah. I don't know how to place that. Like, I know. Obviously, your mind kind of goes straight to asexual people. Yeah. Um, but I don't even know if that necessarily, like, I feel like just because people don't experience, like, sexual attraction or wants, they could still potentially, like, have fantasies. I don't know. Yeah, totally. And because I think the reverse is true as well. I think they're just because maybe it's just not something that people's minds go to. Yeah. They still engage in sex. They still want sex and experience desire. Yeah. But maybe the fantasizing part is just something that they don't do. Yeah. It's fascinating, right? Yeah. Or there could be people who are, like, at the complete opposite end of the spectrum and they've done everything and they're just like, I have no sexual fantasies left because I've lived it. I've accomplished everything oh and the bucket list is done can we just say congratulations to you but i'm what a lot at the same time yeah. i mean like it's, it's all downhill <laughs> if i don't if i don't have some sort of sex thing to look forward to i mean oh well game over <laughs> just kidding that's not i mean my life at this point is very much centered around sex because of my job but it's not that bad <laughs> But so, um, six, six, six. Before we learn what America likes, <laughs> yeah. What is your number one sexual fantasy? Oh, fun question. Yeah, mine tend to be. I will say that these are sort of generalized into sort of categories. <laughs> We're not going to give you like so, every single detail of no. the most like heightened yes. fantasy. But for <laughs> me, mine is. It tends to be relatively rough. And it tends to be very heavily, like, both BDSM involved, but also there has to be, like, fuckloads of sexual attraction and desire. Like, that's Mm. a big piece, kind of Mm. like the lead-up of just, like, staring at each other across the um, the Uh, podcast studio, looking into each other's um, eyes, you know. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so it has to have a lot of each of those things. I've got a really fun one. And I think I'm going to include it in the erotica that you guys are helping me to write. And thank you all so much for all of your responses on Instagram. It's very much sounding like true blood, but as you all know, I'm into it. So (laughs) What people chose, vampires. uh, We got vampires thus far. We've got an enemies to lovers story. We've got kinky, fun, deliberately cringe. 
I did. Yes. I did hope that you would say that because otherwise it might be non-deliberately cringe. And then it's super fucking awkward <laughs> if I'm just really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you for basically saving my neck there. Deliberately everyone. cringe. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm thinking it should show up in this. Okay. So what it is is it involves shibari. It involves bondage tying, and mm. it's basically a person. The person is me. I am like <laughs> fully tied up in this room, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Spider webs, but out of rope. Cool. And then very attractive people are coming through. Mm-hmm. And while I'm tied, what's going to happen? I don't know anything. And do they crawl at you from the web? Um, <laughs> they're not spiders. Oh, okay, okay. Do not here to fuck my... spiders? Yeah, no. Hey, maybe this is where it's come from. <laughs> not here to fuck I'm spiders. I'm like, but no, what if I was here to fuck spiders? I, what would that look I like? I love the fantasy, like the fact that you're like, it's shibari, but it's web. I'm immediately yeah. transported and jealous, yes. even though it's not real. Right? Doesn't it sound so fun? And just <sighs> like, it's not always multiple people. Sometimes it's multiple people, though, you know what I'm saying? Like a little bit of something going on. But like, oh, it's just fun. I think it's just the visual of it. Yeah. It's like... Very exciting to me. Yeah, because it's like beautiful, obviously. And don't, like these are these are sparkling ropes. You know what I mean? Uh, like this is very much in the fantasy realm. Yes. You know, I don't know what the space is. I don't know where we are. I'm imagining just a room. I think it is a room. And it's not like a cave. It's not like that scene in Lord of the Rings with the big fuck off spider. Real scary. Frodo gets absolutely fucked up and wrapped up and taken away. It's not like that. It's hot. Have seen that movie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay, she's not again. Another reference. No, 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 I have. I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, I have seen that movie. I'm letting you Lord know. Rings, because I, I could see you giving so. me that face like, I'm talking about some <laughs> old movie and Tash doesn't know what I'm talking about because she's so young and hot. But whilst those things are true, I actually have seen Lord of the Rings. Thank you, George. George is a big Lord of the Rings. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. Okay, George, 10 points. But yeah, so that's probably... <laughs> I do revert back to that fantasy a bit in my head. Love that. Yeah. Love that for you. Yours. Go. Um, I think my number one fantasy, it's actually on my bucket list, but not as specific. If I'm being real, and I'm not going super fantasy land with this, like if we're just being keeping it at 100, mm. I have always been and will always be, and probably even when I do it, will continue to be um, super into the idea of um, an MMF. Oh, so yeah. I want two people fucking me. And yeah. specifically, I want to be spit roasted. But I don't like saying that because I feel like it just is a really weird name I for like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm a little piggy. <laughs> yeah, you're just a little piggy in the middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get put on the spit respectfully. Sorry, mum. <laughs> you know, she loves this. That one deserved an extra apology (laughs) she's still gonna be really proud i don't know if that quote's going in the scrapbook this year oh (laughs) i hope it is um that's fun though yeah i don't know like i just it's just it for me yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm wanting to do i mean um gangbang which i know is like porn that you like to watch as we talked about that in the erotica episode very much that I am into, but yeah, it's more the three of us. Mm, so that's where I'm I at. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you specific in your fantasies about who is involved in that, or is it just the it's happening more than like the people 
is that more important? That's a really good point. If I'm kind of, when I've thought about it logistically, like genuinely, mm. and how I think it most likely would happen is I would like to have, obviously one of them would be George and the yeah. other one would be just like another sexual partner, play okay. partner that yeah. I have at the time. Like I would want it to be two people that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Fair. But at the same time, like... I'm not going to pretend that sometimes it's not like, yeah, I just want to meet two guys and I want them to be like, yeah. <laughs> Spit roast. Yeah, but I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't put myself in that position. I've essentially been offered to be put in that position. And I was mm. just like, respectfully, I don't know either of you. Right. Like that. That's so rare. I'm a smart girly. I'm not going to yeah. put myself in danger just to fulfill my greatest fantasies. Although I am into... Danger fantasies. Strangling. So anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. One day. Okay. Fingers crossed, okay. everyone cross your fingers, fingers for cash. crossed. I mean, that's an interesting point there because a lot of people like don't necessarily want a fantasy to happen in real life. So there's lots of people that are comfortable yes. with that fantasy being in fantasy land. This is such My an interesting My fantasy concept. will be in fantasy land, I think. I don't think that that's ever going to happen. The webs, the sparkly yeah. webs? No. I don't know, it, it could. The big room of Shibari with multiple people, I absolutely could see that for you. Yeah. But I do think the concept of separating genuine interest like a fantasy from something you genuinely want to do is something that people need to keep in mind like mm. I felt really like and I mean nowadays it is things I would do but like it's so easy to feel like shameful about the porn you watch or something and like you could be into porn and it's just not what you actually yeah. want to do 100%. it's the same with fantasies like fantasies don't have to be your reality yeah. if you just want to keep it in your little brain palace and have a little mess totally because that's just like that's equally as fun right like to just like have these things in the back of your head to be like oh yeah if I jack off off thinking about that that's going to be a great day for me Thanks. and I'm going to write it into the erotica so it's yeah. like it's, guess what everyone it's our fantasy now <laughs> <laughs> genuinely it's our yeah. fantasy <laughs> okay well let's dive into what these ones were because I think both of ours kind of fall into some of these categories yeah we've already anyway. literally just discussed this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the first fantasy I have mentioned this before on one of our episodes it is multi-partner yeah sex. that's the number one this is from the, the number one one fantasy a threesomes in particular so significantly more people fantasize about a threesome as you just said actually Boom. Um, more than any other form of like group sex so more than gangbang or more than orgy yep. but both of those were still quite high yeah. on the list mm-hmm. um, that aligns with my personal yeah. priorities yeah most people also said which is very funny that they want to be the star of the show though so in their fantasy, so interesting to me they're getting the attention like they're the they're the, they're the piggy in the spit rose Biggie in the middle. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I obviously learning that I was into voyeurism from having my threesome. I both enjoyed being separate and watching them. So not being the centre of the attention, but kind of being the odd one out. Mm. But then I will say when they were both, like there was a point where... They were like fingering me, so like one of them was like doing the doing the in out, yeah, and the yeah. other one was doing the clit, um, and that was awesome. <laughs> I did enjoy that, so I completely understand how people want to be the center of attention because having not one but two people just like completely servicing you, yeah, for lack right. of a better phrase, I mean, is unreal. <laughs> that's it for me. In yeah. my fantasies, I'm the star. Boom. Always, 100%. <laughs> Actually, this was another fun fact that uh. was plucked out of this, is that some people didn't even feature in their sexual fantasies. So some people, what they're imagining Voyeurism. in their head isn't, they're not involved in the situation. Are they watching or are they like an omnipotent being? Just They're just in their <laughs> fantasy, they're not there. 
That makes sense. Yeah. It'll uh, be like watching porn, right? Like you're watching yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, moving on to number two was power, control, and rough sex. So basically BDSM, BDSM. which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. We both fantasize about it a lot. Um, yeah. And so do the people. Yeah. I mean, I get it. All of like that, like I said, like the majority of mine are like involve power, control, and rough sex. You know what I realized that I didn't um, bring up. Uh, in the erotica episode Mm. is when I was younger because I've always just like I've always been into power and control as a concept like sexually I remember being a kid there was like just this little like chatbot thing and it was obviously just like a computer Mm. and it would reply to you and I remember I would play on this thing and I would always try and like call it master and get me to (laughs) get it to call me it's like no shit when I was like I don't know, t- t- 10, I don't know, when I was younger. Like, I, I, I've. No way. After recording that episode, I thought about it and I was like, I was always intrigued by that and mm. I always wanted to be the submissive one, even as a kid, not knowing that it was sexual, yeah. just knowing that it felt exciting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess my reference for that episode as well was Princess Jasmine. So, like, kind of the same age, right? Like, my lovely friend, Dr. Justin Lamella. I uh, also. <laughs> my close personal friend, Justin Lamella. <laughs> He talks about this. He's like a lot of your sexual fantasies is something that develops from a young age. Yes. Something will switch on in your head and then it actually like, yeah, sticks with you Mm. a lot later in life. On that note, guess which was more fantasised about, being dominant or being submissive in people's fantasies? 100% submissive. Yeah, totally. And I'll tell you why. People want to shut their fucking brains off. Yeah, oh, totally. (laughs) How difficult is living? Yeah. I just want to not think. I want to go low battery mode with my brain. I want someone else to be in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boss me around, tie me out. I just want to have a little lie down. Yeah, I mean, I am someone who is happy to take on leadership roles and sometimes do naturally, Mm. but... I don't fantasise about having to direct people. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Yeah, funny, (laughs) eh? Because I've got this thing, like, I want to, like, even wanting to, I want to learn to rope tie, like we've discussed. and working working on it. Okay. So I want to do that. I do adore the aesthetic of being a dom. And I, anytime there's, like, a webinar or something, like, I've taken one with Luna Matatis, who was in a um, BDSM episode. I took a webinar about femdoming with her. And, like, I'm really into the idea of it. And then any time it actually gets down to it, Jay's like, do you want to be in charge? And I'll be like five minutes in and I was like, okay, I'll be the submissive one now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. You're done. Yeah. I just guess I just don't have it in me for like long-term use, you know. Yeah. I can see it's definitely something I want to do. Like I have mm. fantasized about certain things. Yeah. I like the idea of choking someone oh, and yeah. like being on top and choking yeah. someone and yeah. like being in control in that way. Yeah. So like I have little kind of fantasies like yeah, that. Yeah. But overall – I'm not trying to be in charge in a sexual yeah. setting, respectfully. Yeah. yeah, and that's fair. You mm-hmm. know, you you and the majority of the respondents all feel um, much do you know the, the same way. Nah, I, I didn't write it down because I'm a I'm an idiot. But uh, don't worry, gang, it's in a book, so you can uh, read it anytime. Yeah, by <laughs> our close personal friend and author, Doctor Justin, Justin Miller. <laughs>
gorgeous. I'm going to send him this episode. <laughs> Justin, if you're listening. <laughs> okay, number three is summarised as novelty, adventure and variety. So what does that include? Well, what a great question. This can be summarised <laughs> as including. <laughs> no, um, so sexual, avity, uh, sexual activities. Avities. Um, sexual activities that you don't necessarily do in your sex life. So it could be stuff like anal sex or particular kinds of oral sex was super popular under this. Mm. Having sex in unique settings. Adventure. Yeah, such as like kind of out in public, maybe on the beach, doing it in a hotel, just getting outside of your normal area. Or surprising and thrilling shit like sex toys and role play. We love all of these things. Yeah. This is why (laughs) I wasn't expecting these to come up in fantasies for some reason, but it makes so much sense. But like, of course it would. Because these are all of the tools that everyone is like, sexual novelty is a very popular form of play for anyone that is looking to boost their libido, yes. feel more connected with a yeah. partner. It's like it's like the one that everyone recommends all of the time for this yeah. stuff. So it makes sense that it would also be fantasised about as well. Ah, and what were the most, like, do we know the most fantasised about toys? Yes, it was blindfolds and handcuffs, which, I mean, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Blindfolds a little Blindfolds well. are so funny. You know why? <laughs> Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. <laughs> I mean, no, I get it. They are hot. They get you in the zone. They can help you to feel something. It's about massive. the the dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Just close them. Just no, close I just, yeah, I, I've never done blindfolds. I do understand. <laughs> We're just taking it. the best. But I, and I do close my eyes. Like 50-50. I close my eyes quite a bit when I fuck. But I realised I did it more often than not. And then more recently I've been more into like the connection. Right. Like not not super recently. But hmm. I don't know. I just kind of became conscious like maybe last year that I close my eyes often. Because I'm just oh. so like having a good time. And yeah, so just, now I keep them open yeah. and, you know, more eye contact. Well, actually, my favourite sex position has changed since, Interesting. since the start of the season. Because at the start you asked me my favourite yeah. SW style. And now I like, I don't know what the name is, on my back with my legs up. Oh, yeah. Um, so Wide legs or close tied in together? Both are great, oh, yeah, but fun. I think I prefer wide okay. or like, you know, kind of bent like I'm a little roast chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and part of it is the eye contact. Oh, interesting. And also because, again, George is seeing all the good yeah, bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titties up, babes. Yeah, titties yeah, yeah. up. Oh, that's fun. So outside of just like closing your eyes or using blindfolds, um, <laughs> the other thing that was really popular was handcuffs, which... Yeah. Just hold your hands. But, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, you could. Uh, <laughs> but the other one, which I was a little bit surprised about, was strap-on dildos. Specifically strap-on yeah. dildos. That, yeah, was that yeah, the third yeah. most popular toy? Yeah. So people be wanting to peg up in people here. People want to peg. I mean, we're two for two on the pod. I know, right? Like, Including, I guess, I'd say majority, Tiga pegged, Jay's going to peg. Yeah. Luna pegs. Yeah. We're, we're pegging up in here. Yeah, we're pro-pegging. We're pro-pegging. this podcast. Yeah. So that was, that's a fun one, I reckon. Mm. And that makes sense because people like, they don't want to talk about the fact that they want to peg, but everyone wants to peg. Everyone wants to get or the be pegs pegged, You know? That's, yeah. I truly believe that. Funny, you just talked about how doggy wasn't your favourite position anymore because in this situation, that is the most fantasised about sex position in the world. Very interesting. Yeah, and not surprising. It's fun. Yeah, and it's yeah. hot. There it's is, still my number two. Yeah. I still got a lot of love for you, doggy yeah, style. Yeah, the position is hot and it kind of leads into the second one as well, which is kind of like it can get rough. So mm. 
Hey. Everything's all interconnected. Oh, yeah. We love that. And then so at number four, um, fourth most popular, mm-hmm. was Taboo and Forbidden Sex. <gasps> Are we in our Taboo era still? Oh, my God. We've been in our Taboo era. But <laughs> the most popular in this group is a bit of me, and it features on my bucket list, voyeurism. Oh, no shit. So about 60% of respondents said they had fantasized about voyeurism. That's quite high. Yeah, more than... Half of yeah. people have thought about watching other people. It does. It is like it is hard. If you right? watch porn, you're watching other people. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Mm. I've done voyeurism. Tell us more. Okay. Breaking news. Breaking news. Is I've, this another tick off the bucket list? I've done voyeurism. When I went to a sex show in Amsterdam. <laughs> it's harsh. You amazing but dumb bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I mean. <laughs> I guess this is kind of like me putting sex magic on my bucket list, even though I have done it. But I wanted to get Ree back into it. So maybe that's what you wanted as well. Yeah, no, 100%. But the funny thing is, I did that on a Kentucky when I was 19. And it was like, Amsterdam's the last stop on the trip. It was a high energy one, like yeah. drinking every day. It was a 30 day bender, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sick for most of it. <laughs> I was sick. And in Amsterdam, one of the things was like, go to a sex show. And everyone was like, well, fuck yeah. Obviously. So yeah, technically I have done voyeurism, obviously. It's still very much on my bucket list. But I think for the purposes of the podcast, mm. I'm going to give myself a technicality tick. I think we have to. Which moves me back into the lead. Fuck <laughs> off. I'm 6'5". Fuming. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I, I arrived into our office this morning and I was like yeah. kind of buzzing because I had just like done a little check-in prior to recording this and I was like, oh yeah, um... I'm one up. I'm I'm one up on Tash. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, by the way, we tried the wax last night. And I was like, fuck, now we're <laughs> even. And now she's taking it a step further. Oh, my and God. And she's one up. This is crazy. This was going to be the first time in the whole season that I was in the lead. It's time to get serious, Emma. But, yeah, I will say about sex shows, yeah, even if I would have not done that, that wouldn't scratch my itch. It, it's interesting. Um, Having watched porn, it definitely desensitizes you to, like, going to a sex show, like, especially the men amongst the group, but also at that point I watched a bit of porn. It was just very, like, not so much a spectacle. Like, it was just weirdly normal watching right. people just, like, right in front of you fucking. Right. How many um, people were fucking? There was so many different acts. So there was, you know, the lady who did the dancing and then got one of the guys to eat um, a little banana out of her coochie. Oh, funsy. Um, there was two women fucking together, back to back on all fours with a double-ended dildo. Oh. And I will say, they both looked very bored. <laughs> right, <laughs> it was yeah. the funniest thing ever. They were both just like... If that's your like, job. They may as well have been rolling their eyes. I was like, gals, I have a lot of respect for you, but you're not really putting us in the mood. And then, yeah, there was a guy who did like a whole um, audience interaction striptease. My favourite was the pole dancer, and she had this – she was an Amazonian goddess. She was mm. tall. She was very, like, strong-toned. Um, and she had this like gorgeous like lilac lavender coloured lingerie, and she did that thing where they hang upside down, and they slide all the way from the top <gasps> down to the bottom, and then they just stop just oh, before they hit. The I ground. still think about her. I love it. <laughs> See, I'm surprised at the amount of details that you remember for someone who had obviously blanked this from know, your brain for the whole rest of the season. It wasn't absolutely. And now you're like, yeah, true. Okay, okay. <laughs> but now you're like, I remember. Every detail. Yeah. I know 
every single person that performed. <laughs> I remember the colour of their outfits. So She's my fantasy. I mean, okay. Ooh. <laughs> well, look, Tasha's back in the house. She's in the lead. All right. It, it is fucking annoying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but to bring it back to, obviously, we're talking about taboo and oh, forbidden yes. sex. Um fetishes was oh, included yeah. within this yeah, so yeah. objects that are used for sexual arousal so it could be feet stockings stilettos any of that sort of thing mm. and one out of seven people said they had a fantasy where feet or toes were the focal point of the fantasy that is very fascinating yeah to well me. foot fetish is like the most it's common. common fetish yeah we know oh, this yeah. i know three people off the top of my head that are into feet two of them mm. i'm very good friends with yeah right I mean, it does. It does make All sense. Men. <laughs> I've never met a woman yeah. with a foot fetish. Have you? Nah. They need to cover. Does it cover in the book? Ah, uh, probably. Actually, that, he was pretty good at um, uh, mate Justin. Uh, pretty good at doing the like <laughs> the split of like gender and stuff oh, yeah. of who was going for what. That's so fascinating to me. I'm just trying to think now if I've got any females. Friends that I know that are super into feet. I know plenty that have participated in that kind of yeah, play. like toe sucking's fun. Yeah, but like, yeah. I don't have a foot or like fetish. foot wanking. Yeah, I'll do, uh, I'm pain. into it, yeah. but like it's not like a fetish for me. Yeah, and my foot fetish days are over because I've got a funny toe at the moment, <laughs> and so it's, and I have chronic foot pain. Yeah, so we're out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, all of our all of our followers. That's probably half suitors. of you who are just following us for the potential of the foot. Oh, fetish episode, turning but. off the podcast. <laughs> Well, another one. This is number five. Yeah. Now, so this is swinging, partner sharing, and polyamory. Yes. So this is I know where it's well. another bucket list item. Not you enough. wanted me to put participate in ethical non-monogamy on mine, and I took it off because I was already doing it. So I know this I, attitude. I just thought it would be a good topic of conversation. For we a know podcast. I love to talk about ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, you know, fucking others. Boom. Why not? No probs. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And also, again, ties into the number one, which is group sex. Yeah, totally. But that's obviously specific to having a partner. Yes, and yes. And, like, sharing them or swinging with another couple. Yes. X, Y, Z. Yeah. And he did talk about the differences between, like, consensual non-monogamy and then the people that, like, were specifically talking about, like, infidelity as well. <gasps> and super low percentage wanted anything that was, like, actually cheating. The majority of people were like, my fantasy is that it's very much consensual, that it's we're both on the same boat and the same page. And I was like, Good Look for them. At our society. That's good. We love a little consent. Ethics. Yeah. Putting the ethical and yeah. ethical. Yeah. Hey. Well, that's why it is E&M, because if it's just non-monogamy, that includes, by definition, people like infidelity. Yeah. And 58% of men had fantasized about being a cuckolder at least once. Yeah. Which is really awesome, but um, my man is not, is not into that, and I wish he was. Oh, <laughs> being cuckolded. Yeah. Let me do it with someone in front of you, bro. Yeah, that It'd would be so be much easier fun, to have right? people round because he could just sit on the couch. And yeah. Oh. <laughs> got a nice big lounge, oh. too. We could really, you know, we could, I've, I've included myself in it. We could just really, like, really go to town. <laughs> <laughs> when did Emma get here? <laughs> no, I've just I've been here the whole time. <laughs> and coming in at number six, intimacy, romance, and passion. So a lot of this is to do with desire, is yes. that correct? So this is kind of what I talked about at the beginning where I was like the sexual attraction is a big part of a lot of my fantasies. And so it's mm. kind of like that thing. It's like that real like being what? 
such a fucking Libra. But it's like really <laughs> being like wanted, like hard. Yes. And like oh, to feel okay. it and to like see it on their yeah. face, you know? Like yeah. I've got this one particular sexual interaction that I had um, years and years ago. But like just the, like he wanted me so much. And it was someone I'd known for a while. And mm. it was just like. Horny. Yeah, like it was a very. I'm into people wanting horny <laughs> beforehand thing, you know, like, Foreplay. you know, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, and I, I guess it makes sense that romance is categorized in here. Cause maybe mm. like it's, uh, you know, there'll be people who are in relationships or marriages where there isn't a lot of romance yeah. present. And so they could be fantasizing for that reason, or it could be single people alike who are again, like, yeah. Craving a little bit of like attention and romance in their lives, yeah. you know, it doesn't all have to be hardcore. I feel like so much of this podcast is like kind of like hardcore shit. We're like, we're going to do the BDSM one. We're talking about rough sex. We're talking about like the gangbangs that yeah, we watch. Literally. Every now and then I just want a little romance in my life. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? A little, a little hug, a little spoon. Oh, what, little you know? Brush my hair. Yeah. Tell me I'm pretty. Look after me. Love me. <laughs> Give me everything. <laughs> Love languages. Okay. And so the last one, number seven, was homoeroticism and gender bending, as he called it. So uh-huh. this is basically either fantasizing about sex with someone of the same sex mm-hmm. when you have specifically said on the study that you are straight <laughs> or exploring gender through sexual play, that they're not as straight I don't as they know. Think. I don't know if this is like a rude take, but I've just always thought if you are – have sexual fantasies about people of the same sex you're a little bit gay and there's a difference between like wanting sex with the same gender and Mm. wanting a relationship with the same gender we can separate romance and sex but in my head like as someone who's like (laughs) I'm one of those people that's like I think everyone's technically bi because bi or pansexual but mostly like being bisexual it just means attraction to both or attraction to all And so even if you have, like, you know, a girl crush or these little things, I think that counts. And, like, you don't have to wear that fucking label right on your forehead like I do. But I just think if you are a guy thinking about fucking another guy, you're a little bit gay. I like this. I will... Not to rebut, because I do agree. Yeah. What he said in this... And I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about that, in general, women have more what he was referring to as sexual flexibility. So this was in talking about that, like, women are probably more mm-hmm. likely to have a threesome, yep. which is two women and one man. Mm-hmm. They're a little more likely to, like, hook up with their friends. Yeah. They're a little more likely to do this, whereas they see themselves as completely straight and they truly think that they're completely straight. And yeah. maybe they're not, as we just discussed. But apparently there is quite a big, like, gender shift. And that makes a lot of sense to me. My female friends are way more likely to pass and hook up yeah. and all of that stuff than yeah. any of my male yeah. friends are it, with each other. My straight friends. Yes. At the end of the day, your truth is your truth. Mm. And like me on this podcast, just like happy on being like, you're, you're gay, gay. You're gay. You're gay. <laughs> your truth is your truth. I yeah. 100% respect that. I, in my late teens, identified as heteroflexible. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And now I'm gay. <laughs> Queer. Queer is my preferred term. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, we can say what we, what everyone wants. Yeah. If they want to identify as straight, he did actually also note that all of the men, so 26% of men, of the straight men, sorry, had said that they had fantasized about having sex with someone of the same sex or being involved in a sexual situation yeah. with someone of the same yeah. sex. But he said that a lot of them made sure to specify 
starting their answer with, I'm straight, but. Like a lot of our customers or like the reviews yes. we get, I'm straight, but I, I really want butt plug. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just like, oh, do you have a prostate? Is that, does it feel and really good to you? that's a whole different thing. Like again, even using like, <laughs> I want to make this very clear. A man using a butt plug, not gay. No. Not gay at all. A man fantasizing about sex with another man. A little bit gay. gay. <laughs> and... He asked about whether people had acted on these biggest sexual fantasies. Yes, yes. Was there was there kind of a um like was all of this in theory? Like, did it count whether or not people had fantasized and done it, or it was only fantasies? So they were talking about fantasies, right? So in the realm of your head when you're thinking about stuff. But then he did ask them whether it was something they had actually tried, like whether people were living out their fantasies. Right. And less than a third of the respondents said that they had actually lived out their fantasies. That makes sense. Yeah. And the biggest reasons that they didn't want to or hadn't oh. was either fear of what their partners would think, yep. fear of being rejected by their partners if yep. they wanted their partners totally. to be involved, or simply too hard. Like, for instance, mine, where I'm in a web of <laughs> ropes. We're going to get you there. I know. <laughs> so, like, but I see what, you know, like, that for me is kind of like, eh. If that happens, that's fine. Yeah. And so a lot of the respondents were like, this is in fantasy land for me. This is not actually necessarily something that I want to truly happen. And I think that's pretty common in like a lot of like the rough sex kind of situations and stuff like that, you know, like even the like consensual for sex and things like that, you know, a lot of that for people lives up in their head. Yes. And it is a really common fantasy. Yes. And it was actually that did come under the second one. Under rough sex and stuff, you yeah. know, that was up there. He did talk about that as well. But a lot of people, like, don't necessarily want to do that in real life. Obviously, some people do, and they make a situation where they can manage that, and Boom. that's super cool. But you also don't have to. No. Yeah. We're not good examples. Unless you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> like, case, oh, I'm going to live out all of my fantasies. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to broadcast it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he also made a point to say that sexual fantasies and sex dreams are not the same. Yeah. Which is an interesting discussion. Do yeah. you have sex dreams often or at all? constant really yeah so i don't know what was going on but like last couple of years my sex dreams have been off the fucking charts and i'm very lucky because i can lucid dream so not all the time but uh, a lot of the time and so i'm determining what the fuck's going on man. yeah sometimes i wake up in the morning and i'm literally orgasming in real life i've done that in i've my, done that in my dreams i reckon like once every couple of weeks i i'm not i can't lucid dream um sadly yeah but i have woken up and like felt like literally post-orgasm yeah. in my yeah. genital yeah. region yeah. and not really understood. And then, yeah, more recently I was like, oh, I, I've literally like orgasm. That's yeah. what that's about. Yeah, and exactly. that's cool. That's, oh, yeah, that's so cool. Like, I, I want to do that in my sleep. Yeah. I don't have sex dreams that often at all. I don't dream crazy often. It kind of ebbs and flows, mm. seasons, all that. But um, when I do have sex dreams, like when I think about ones that I've had, one thing that happens to me, it, uh, which definitely does not happen almost ever in real life, is that I go non-verbal. Like oh. I've had a sex dream where I was having sex with one of my exes and I was writing on a whiteboard. You were unable to speak. I was unable to speak. But like, I was able to speak. It wasn't that I was a mute person. I just, and it's happened multiple times. Not the whiteboard thing. That's one time where I was using a whiteboard to communicate. But like, I yeah, for some reason, I just go like non-verbal. And it's totally chill. Like, it's normal. We need a dream interpreter to tell us what that means. Because yeah. I think that but not being able to speak in your dreams is a thing. You know how if you're being chased in your dreams, which is really common, it's usually because you're um, like avoiding a situation or you're feeling anxious about a situation. Yes. That's going to mean something. 
It means I think I talk too much, probably. Yeah, well, she's a podcast host. So. <laughs> and before I, <laughs> we had this podcast together, before you, before I was on this podcast, I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what one of my reoccurring dreams is? Not just a sex dream, but a really terrifying dream that I have all the time. What? Okay, all of my teeth fall out, but yep, I've got braces, but I've got braces, no. and so they're all dangling off wires and just fucking like clacking about in my mouth. Ooh, Isn't that disgusting? And I have it all the time. And that's, uh, we need, hi listeners, if any of you are a dream interpreter, can you please get in touch with us? Because I need to know what the fuck's going on in my head and why my little teethies are all falling out and they're dangling around and they're clack, clack, clacking. <laughs> and those sex dreams, we'd love to talk about yeah, that Yeah, we'll, well Google it. But, but if mainly someone could... that one. <laughs> and the last piece of information we're going to drop with regards to um, my close and personal friend, Justin <laughs> <laughs> Uh, survey. Hey, Justin, hope you're listening. Uh, <laughs> let me know when's a good time to come on back to the batch in Cabo. <laughs> I had a really good time last time. Uh, one of the fun facts <laughs> from the survey is that Republicans were more likely to fantasize about taboo topics. So infidelity, orgies, voyeurism, which essentially kind of matches the idea that the more we restrict ourselves, the yeah. more we wants things totally. and want to break free. So, yeah, more conservative people wanting to do all the freaky stuff. Oh, what a surprise. Very funny, very interesting. It's because they can't do it in real life because they are... I'm not going to say what I was going to say then, just in case we've got some Republican listeners. We love you all. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The Electric Radio. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. And Justin? <laughs> Give us a call, babs. <laughs> Reply to my message, <laughs> you. Oh my god, he's always playing cat and mouse. All right, bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Electric Rodeo podcast by Adult Toy Megastore. Follow Electric Rodeo free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to keep up to date with our bucket list progress, follow at Electric Rodeo Podcast on Instagram. Electric Rodeo.